0: all right panthers get trounced penn state drops to iu we got the battle of the unbeaten steelers and titans and more nfl picks basement sports podcast
1: number 35 duty how you doing oh i'm doing just well except for my penn state nittany lions that bullshit call at the end we'll get into it let's get what's up my bitches
0: let's start with that let's start with that yeah we can start it i mean penn state goes into iu um, you know, I talked to some Penn state people, uh, you know, I didn't know IU as well as, you know, others, but they kind of said, well, you know, IU is an improved team. You know, they, they, they've been recruiting pretty well. They have a good quarterback who can run and throw, and they were a little and bit He didn't nervous. do either one yesterday. No, except but, but, but here's the shocking thing to me. Let's, let's look at the. What I'd like to do is actually look at the stats. Okay.
1: And yeah, pull that up while you're doing yeah, that. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Uh, everyone's, every Penn State fan in the world, if you're on social media, is bitching about the two point conversion. And it was short. He bounced into the pylon. He's, it, that was not in. Everybody and their brother, uh, Stevie Wonder, Ray Charles, they're both outraged because they saw the, pie, the ball bounce into the pylon. However, and I get it, if you're going to have replay, Why not get it right? However, everybody, and I've said this, and I've said it to you for five years. I've said it on this podcast 35 times. The Big Ten officials are the worst officials in the entire country. Not just because of that call, just because every freaking game, the Ohio State game yesterday, they were atrocious. I get it. It was their first game. But I was beating the band for instant replay, way back when saying, let the players decide who wins, not the officials. If you're not going to overturn a call, get rid of it. Let's just go back to saying, well, yeah, we got jobs. There's nothing you can do about it. Fix it if it's wrong. That was a bullshit call. If that would have been in Ohio State, Ohio State would have got the call. If it would have been anywhere, that's a bullshit call. However, now let me go on. Sean Clifford played... The worst quarterbacking from a college quarterback in the first half, as I've seen in 15 years, he was horrendous. He overthrew a screen pass by 15 yards. Well, that's exaggeration. 10 yards over the running back's head for a pick that led to a touchdown for Indiana. And then in the second half, he overthrew the tight end by 10 yards over his head that led to a pick from Indiana and they ran it back to the four. And they they gave up ten points off those turnovers. If how many times have you seen Greg, a screen pass that was diagnosed by the defense and they're kind of right 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 around the running back? What do you do with the ball? Throw it away. You throw it into the throw ground. It, throw it, in right it, your, it.
0: Throw it at your receiver's feet.
1: Just he threw it over the running back's head by ten yards, right into the waiting arms of someone. He was horrible. So Penn State fans. Yes, it was a horrible call. But if that's what you got on that call, then you can all eat a dick because that was one of the worst halves of football. Now, let's just get to the end of it.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: yeah, their kicker was horrid. James Franklin has a chance somehow, some effing way, they're up by a point with the minutes to play and they stop Indiana on fourth down. Instead of just kneeling the ball three times and either attempting a field goal or not. I don't give a shit if you do or not. It's not going to matter much. I I don't know if I would just to take the chance it was blocked, but they had 20 seconds left to go 80 yards and no timeouts if that's what you wanted to do. No. Indiana's coaching staff obviously told their team to let Penn State score. Let them score. There was nobody in off the line of scrimmage. They're all up on the line. Penn State running back takes a handoff, kind of looks around – All he has to do is fall down. The game's over. No, he runs it into the end zone. That's coaching. That is absolutely coaching. Horrid. He got out. Franklin got out coached again. It's over and over and over again as Penn State fans. Can he recruit? Well, I think. I think he's a great recruiter. Is he a good game day coach? He's fucking horrible. Horrible. He does it every week.
0: So let's look at the stats. Which, I mean, this is, if you didn't have the score and you just looked at these stats, I'd have said Penn State won this game by at least two touchdowns. As they Uh, should have. But so total yards, Penn State 488, Indiana 211. So more than doubled their total yards.
1: Think about that. Their defense only gave up 211 yards.
0: Passing. Passing yards, Penn State, 238, Indiana, 170. Rushing yards, Penn State, 250, Indiana, 41. Uh, time of possession, more than doubled their time of possession. Penn State had the ball for 40 minutes and 25 seconds. Indiana for 1935. But here was the key. Here, Here was the key turnovers now pen now it was penn state only had one more turnover than indiana did it was three to two but i think if you dig a little deeper it was where penn state turned the ball over that and just, when and when that killed them that absolutely penn state got turnover
1: them. now remember sean clifford after his two horrible interceptions had the ball had them down at the 10-yard line and once again Instead of just throwing the ball away, he's standing around, decides to go left, he goes right, he gets hit, he fumbles, and they lose the ball again. Mm -hmm. That was also in the first half. He was absolutely atrocious. I would have, I would rather had Kenny Pickett from Pick. Yeah. That's, and you know how much I like him.
0: Yeah. So, you know, two interceptions, a fumble, uh, You know, and and here's here's the other thing that actually I believe Franklin brought up after the game was penalties. Um, Penn State had 10 penalties for 100 yards. Indiana, four penalties for 36 yards.
1: Yeah. Indiana Uh, didn't get called for one holding penalty hmm. against a defense that held them to 40 yards rushing and 100 and some yards passing. They were dominating the trenches. Indiana had zero holding calls. Zero. Not one time. So look at the look at the field goal stats.
0: Oh, the kicking stance? Yeah,
1: look yeah. at that. All right. Look how the Penn State kicker, look how well he did.
0: <laughs> so Penn State kicking. All right. Uh, so you had Jake, Jake Pinegar, Uh had, was 0 for 2, but was 5 for 5 on extra points. Jordan Stout was 0-for-1, so as a team, they were 0-for-3 on on field goals. That last one, how long was that? Like 55? Well, 57. 57. Can't, I mean, eight, I he mean, was on short. He missed that just by short. a yard.
1: Yeah, just short. So, so yeah, I don't care about that one, but they get a break at the end of – was it the half or the regulation? I don't know, but for whatever reason, Indiana's kicker effed up the kick and did like a pooch kick.
0: Yeah, well, he End tried to game. he tried to drill it down the field, and it ended up bouncing off of somebody. And they, you know, and then Penn State has the ball right there. Um
1: Clifford missed a wide open receiver that would have gave him the ball first down with a chance to win the game at about the twenty yard line. He missed him.
0: So Threw here, it over was, his head. here was here was. What I wanted to talk about were, the, were when Penn State turned the ball over, okay? okay? These times when. So the first drive, they have a long drive, 13 plays, 64 yards, took seven minutes off the clock. Touchdown. Then they punted, touchdown. Then they punted, and then the next was an interception. And they got intercepted, got intercepted at the 48-yard line. They ran it back to the Penn State 38. So automatically now Indiana is deep in Penn State territory. So they they're score. they're and they score their next interception was they were actually deep in their own territory. It was third and 10 at the Penn state five. And uh it was, it was uh, intercepted by Jamar Johnson. He returned it back to the Penn state four touchdown. Yep. Okay. They got a touchdown out of it. So the fumble was that you had mentioned earlier was at the, um, they were Indiana. all the way down at the Indiana seven-yard line. It was third yep. and one. Yep. And um, and, and Will Levis uh, coughed up the ball. Yep. So, as you, you know, look, you just can't, you know, two, 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 costs, two of those turnovers, okay, you were deep in your own territory with one, and I think that was the screen pass you were talking about that went flying over. Uh, you know, over the screen that...
1: pass was his first turnover. Okay, that wasn't okay. the one that was returned to the four. Okay, the one that was returned to the four was the one where he overthrew the he overthrew tight end. By the tight 10 end.
0: Yards. Right, so then, uh, and, and then your your other turnover, you're deep in Indiana territory. You're at least going to get a field goal out of it. It's it's well, ball not really
1: because they can't kick a field goal either. <laughs> well, they it's might, ball they had an attempt.
0: I mean, it's ball security. You're inside their ten yard line. It's ball security.
1: So, it was third and
0: one. Yeah, and it was third and one.
1: Hand the goddamn
0: ball off. So you know, here was, look, it was just,
1: it was horrid. It was
0: yeah. I mean, st- again, stats wise, you look at it. You just said again, Penn State by two or three touchdowns, but turnovers, penalties, all that, you know, and you, up, and you end up you end up when you and you end up with a loss. So. Good. So so,
1: they deserve to lose that. Well, how do you, if you're a coach on the sidelines and you get the ball, you stop them on fourth down. Yay, we win the game. Just kneel. Just kneel. All you got to do, kneel on it, is run the ball. If you don't want to kneel, if you're so stupid as a coach that you don't want to kneel, just hand the ball off three times. Indiana parted the Red Sea like Moses Mm because they wanted the running back to run it in so they had a chance to come back. Right. It's all, I mean, you talk about being out coached. That coach for Indiana said, let him score.
0: Yeah. Joni was going to win this game. Yep. You got to let him score. Yep. That run kind of reminded back. me. That run kind of reminded me of, I think it was the second New England New York Giants Super Bowl where the Patriots let the Giants score. And they were, <laughs> they were going through there and just like you could see the party of the Red Sea. And I think it was Bradshaw that scored the touchdown for the Giants, and he tried to stop at the one. But yeah, his did. moment But his momentum just carried him across the goal line. It was kind of well, like the college version of that.
1: Uh, Pittsburgh did it before where the running back was smart enough to lay down at he the just one. Just laid
0: down, yeah, yeah. He exa- just
1: stopped. He laid down. He right. literally knelt on yep. the one. Right. That's awareness. That's coaching. He, yep.
0: If, Situational if Franklin awareness. is so
1: stupid, you got to call timeout in that situation. The game's one. You don't need your timeouts. Call timeout. The game's over. Say to your whole team, listen, the only freaking way we can lose this game is if we score a touchdown and then they come down and score and get a two-point conversion. Right. And send it to overtime. That's it. Right. That's the only way. The only way so, they can by score. By all means, mm-hmm. by all means, if you are wide open – Kneel at the one. Kneel at the five. I don't give a shit if you kneel at the ten. Yeah. Just if you're open, go down. That's yeah, it. Exactly. We cannot lose. Right. Right. That was obviously not done. Right.
0: So Penn State next week hosts uh, hosts Ohio State on in prime time. Um, Going to be a, a pretty much an empty uh, Beaver Stadium. Uh, would have probably been one of your whiteouts uh, for that game if it was a normal year. Uh, Ohio State, uh, after you know some back and forth with Nebraska yesterday, ended up uh, ended up beating the Cornhuskers fifty two to seventeen. Looked really really sharp second quarter on. So see how Penn State comes back against a much tougher test with the Buckeyes. Elsewhere in two baby, 0-2. Else, 0-2. elsewhere in the in the in the Big Ten, I gotta admit I watched the, a lot of the Michigan Minnesota game last yeah, night and too. michigan looked good especially yeah. offensively they look they um, look tough
1: minnesota's so, a good team and too. they
0: are a good team they are a good team so uh, and you could see like minnesota's offense they 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 could move the ball they could run the ball they got those big farm boys up front you know moving moving people around but they just couldn't every score one, enough points they couldn't score enough points against michigan michigan just
1: every you know, one of minnesota's linemen's over three bills oh they're
0: gigantic they're absolutely four, monstrous.
1: four, six five. They're all over three hundred pounds. Yeah, so Mich- Michigan dominated them.
0: Yep, forty nine twenty four was the final score there. Uh, so you know, we'll see going in the uh, you know. And hey, duty Rutgers. Greg Schiano, Rutgers goes into Michigan State and comes out with a win. So when you look um, at when you look at the. <laughs> When you look at the Big I Ten, I call
1: recruiting violations already. <laughs> when, I already call it recruiting.
0: <laughs> when you look at the the Big Ten stats, you have at, at one at one and zero, oh, um, in Indiana, Michigan, Ohio State, and Rutgers. Take a picture of that because I don't know if you'll ever ever see that again, ever.
1: <laughs> uh, it's un- well, I told you there's obviously recruiting violations going on at Rutgers. Um, <laughs> Shiano did it before; they got rid of them. Cause he was a, you know, he was a dick and he took, you know, I'm taking this job. I'm not taking a job. I'll take, no, I'm no, I guess. Not. Well, he's just an ass. The guy's an ass, but obviously he can coach football. Well,
0: who would, who would have thought that your your top four in the big 10 East would be Indiana, Michigan, Ohio state and Rutgers. Uh, you know what? If you'd have laid a bet in Vegas on that, uh, I think you'd have come away with a little bit of cash. If you yeah, could have made that uh, bet.
1: You probably got some odds on that.
0: <laughs> probably. <would
1: have. laughs> I don't so, know what the Penn State spread was. I didn't. I was busy yesterday, so I didn't get to see it beforehand. Yeah. Um. I don't think that would have been a big, big spread. Indiana is improved. They've uh, they've gotten better every year. But this they said this quarterback was, you know, the next coming of Fran Tarkington. He didn't do shit. Right.
0: Right. Uh, actually, it was Penn State was minus six and a half.
1: Yeah, so going it wasn't that, that big of an upset, but you're right. The right. stats say Penn State could have easily won that by two touchdowns or more.
0: Right, right. Um, but it did say that DraftKings is going to refund lost bets on Penn State after questionable call.
1: So, well, yeah, they should. Yeah. They lost the. I mean, if you have Penn State, yeah, even if you have, uh, well, let's see, that would have been it. Penn State wouldn't have covered. So I don't understand why they're doing. It.
0: Well, un- unless you know, unless they were just somebody. Some people made bets straight up. If people had like straight up bets, you know, or I, I they, guess. they could have
1: also had a, you know DraftKings is live betting. They could have said, "Is are they going to make are they going to make the, two
0: point, to make the two point conversion?" Sure, yeah. sure. So anyway, that's where we're at. Uh, Big Ten. Let's was. move on to
1: your Pitt Panthers. Pitt gets and
0: trounced forty five to three uh, to Notre Dame, and I'll tell you what. Uh, to quote, uh, well, to somewhat quote Narduzzi, Notre Dame looked like a number three team in the country coming in. I mean, they came in and they just established their will on Pitt, uh, from beginning to end.
1: I mean, that this vaulted game, Pitt defense, huh?
0: Well, and, and here was the thing, you know, I think, I think Notre Dame actually had a pretty interesting strategy coming in. Cause I think they had the feeling that Pitt was going to try to stifle the run, you know, because Notre Dame was known more as, as a running team going into this game and Notre Dame threw the ball all over the field exposed, uh, exposed the secondary, which was, you know, supposed to be good, but you know, they just, and look, Notre Dame's a good team, they uh, are. 40, 45 to three good. Uh, I guess so. I mean, uh, you know, I, 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 read some of the pit people making excuses this morning, some somewhat justified. So this is, this is what, uh, Pitt's um, Pitt's seventh game in a row, uh, coming into this game. Uh, and this was actually Notre Dame's fifth game, and Notre Dame had at least one bye week already. I think maybe two. So uh, Pitt was one of two uh, Power Five conference schools that hasn't had a hasn't had a bye week. So maybe they're a little bit tired. Who the hell knows? But uh, no, they the, stuck. The Joey, coaching yeah, stuck. the coaching was horrible. I I actually was texting back and forth with a friend of mine. Saying, do you think Narduzzi's seat's getting a little warm?
1: It's not warm. There's a flame under that. That guy's got hemorrhoids. I've, this guy's so, got ten alarm chili ass right now. So here
0: were the stats. Here, this is what's interesting: the stats for Notre Dame, Pitt were a lot like Penn State, Penn State, Indiana. Yeah.
1: But, except they actually except did they, what they actually were did what
0: they were supposed to, to do. So total <laughs> yards, four thirty four to one sixty two. Pitt had three turnovers to none for Notre Dame. Time oh, of possession, that. time of possession was doubled, 40-59 to 19-01, to ten in first downs. All right, <laughs> Joey Yellen just was completely inept in this ball game.
1: He was uh, horrible. I even and, said and I thought I think I liked him.
0: Yeah, you you were texting me. You thought you liked him better than Pickett. Well, guess what? Uh, that that was wrong.
1: I do like him better than Pickett. Just well, so you know.
0: yeah, I I don't know how Pickett would have fared in this game. I really don't, but Yellen was completely uh, completely was ineffective, overmatched. completely overmatched. The Pitt football team was completely overmatched. Um, and now Pitt does get a week off this week, and then they go to uh, Florida State to play a possibly equally bad Seminoles team. That'll uh, be a battle we'll, of the
1: high school squads.
0: Pretty much. So we'll see. We'll see how the rest of the season ends. I, I don't see um, how a lot of Pitt's – you know, if, if Narduzzi survives – I don't see how certain members of the rest of the coaching staff survive. If this continues to be an incredibly disappointing year, which it seems like it's steering that way, it's going to be a losing season with an incredible amount of expectations going into this going into this uh going into this game and going into this year. Um man, I I just look, I, I don't think that this athletic director that Heather like is going to have a lot of, of patience with this. I really don't. So we'll see what happens. We'll see where, we'll see where it goes, but I I can't see where Pitt's offensive coordinator, where, where Whipple survives this. I mean, this, oh, this I, offense listen. looks anemic at best. The offensive line can't block. They can't they run. Can't block. Run. They can't run block. They can't run block at all. I mean, it's just, You know the offense is inept, and there's only so much your defense is going to save you from. There's only so much they're going to save you from.
1: So, well, look, I, I told you this too, too with the Penn State game with Pitt last time they played Pitt. Narduzzi's a bad coach. He likes to don't. I don't want a coach that is okay with punting. Yeah, like he thinks punting the ball and not turning it over is how you win football games. Well, yeah, that helps. There's obviously look at Penn State. Mm. Um, yesterday but the guy just is he has no imagination he, I don't know what he's doing um, Pittsburgh tried their 17 wide receiver sweeps again yesterday and Notre Dame is ready for all of them right obviously the Notre Dame defense said they can't run the ball so all yeah. we have to do is stop that with our front four
0: right and, and then I'll, we'll just
1: drop back and he'll have the small windows to throw in and he's and not he, able we to don't do think, it don't think Yeah, he we do don't it. think he can do it and he, nope. he could and they were right
0: They're right. So uh, Pitt, again, next week, they've got a week off, and then they have to go down to Tallahassee to play Florida State. Uh, Elsewhere, uh, you know, elsewhere in the ACC, uh, North Carolina beat North Carolina State. You had Clemson. I don't know why Clemson tends to struggle at home against Syracuse. Like every other year, (laughs) that game is a hell of a lot more interesting than it should be.
1: well you know why because that's like a practice for them yeah it's tough to get up for for syracuse in the last couple years
0: well and this is this is why you know this this football season has been so interesting already because once again the acc hypes virginia tech as one of their top teams well virginia tech lost to wake forest last night (laughs) uh so 23 16 wake over virginia tech a real barn burner between Virginia and Miami The Miami squeaked out 19 to 14. I watched some of that ball game. My God, was that awful football? It was just. Horrific. Okay. So
1: what was worse that game or the or the Jets and, uh, or I'm sorry, the, the, the Giants game on, uh, <laughs> <it> Monday night.
0: <laughs> that was bad. Although I got to the tell the you, Giants, that, Eagles poor...
1: game. Oh my God. And everyone says Carson Wentz, he let it come back. He did a chuck and duck five plays in a row. He just ran around and threw it up in the air, and his receivers caught every one Will of them. Will Daniel
0: Jones ever live that rundown? Will he ever live that down, tripping at the eleven-yard line over his own feet? Like, well, I, I,
1: I mean, there <laughs> did seem to be a little more paint on that ten-yard line <laughs> than on the rest of the markers. When you looked at that as a as a fan, you know, it seemed the guy that was painting the lines had a little extra in his gun there on the machine, and he had to get rid of it. I well, mean. Look sick. It did look sick
0: Somebody put a great uh graph together on Twitter. You know that win probability line that you see on ESPN.com all the time? And he's yeah. he's running up and it's like the Giants, you know, their win probability's going up and up and up. And then it gets to the top, he trips and falls, and it drops down to zero.
1: And again, <laughs> let me brilliant just, I know we're digressing for last for Monday night's game, but yeah. The Giants have a two-score lead with five minutes to play, six minutes to play, and get burnt deep. Right. Again, they did a one-on-one cornerback, a receiver thing, and they gave up a bomb to get it to within reach. And then they're the Giants. Yeah, and then they they're the Giants.
0: The they're the Giants. So that dovetails very nicely into our next topic, which is, of course, is NFL football. Um we're gonna go through each game. We're gonna give you our picks and then we're gonna post our uh, our can't miss picks, which have been two and four the past couple of weeks, but we'll try to we'll try to improve on that. What'd you say our are, are we're at nine and four for the nine four and one? Nine four and one, one for time. the year. So not bad. Not bad. I'll well, take it. Well
1: we were seven, one and one out of the gate. So
0: <clears throat> So let's let's get uh, Let's get uh, some some news off here. So, A. B. signs with the Buccaneers. So he's reunited. Well, there goes
1: the Super Bowl. So,
0: so he 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 had a, a one. I think he just played one year with Bruce Arians in Pittsburgh, and that was the year they went to the Super Bowl against the, and lost to the Packers. That was the Young Money Group with uh, A. B. Mike Wallace and Emmanuel Sanders, and then A. Uh, Arians was uh, shown the door. He had what one game with Tom Brady uh with the with the Patriots and now he's he's with the Bucks and it looks like uh, his deal with the Buccaneers maxed out at 2.5 million. So he served his quote unquote NFL suspension um but <clears throat> here we you know here we go we'll see how we'll see how this works out. I'm sure if you look deep 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 into the um uh into the 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 contract, there's probably an awful lot of outs for the buccaneers if if he screws up if he does something stupid off the field um they have every right in the world to part ways with him, and they won't lose a dime so
1: well, look on paper they got him and they got Godwin mm-hmm. right, and they got uh uh who's the big receiver for tampa that that's on my fantasy team and I lost his name uh. <laughs> He's doubtful today with an injury, so I'm going to lose. Uh... Everybody that listens to this podcast is going to go, it's this guy. They all know it, and yeah, I'm, I, know I am it. totally right. blanking on his name. Uh, the big receiver for Tampa, their number one. I, I don't. I for whatever reason, I got the name Davis in my head, and it's not it. Right. But anyway, right. on paper, as you look up Tampa Bay's roster for me, is the producer in today? Is Ginger yep. in today, or does yep. she have a day off?
0: No, nope. she's she's working on it. So, Mike Evans.
1: Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Um, so they got Evans and Godwin and now Brown. Yeah. Um, that's pretty good. That that's as good as you get. And Tom Brady to throw it, but you know, you absolutely know if Evans goes off and has 11 for one hundred and fifty, Godwin has six for 80 and they win by 900 points that week. And, but AB only got three catches for 30 yards. He is going to set that locker room on fire. Yeah. That's not how AB wants it. AB wants—he doesn't give a shit if you win. Yeah, he just needs his stats to get on there, so he can get on the social media and do his thing. Um, he's a cancer, and he's—he's he's got a cancer in the locker room. I mean, what do you want? He—he's just a bad, bad teammate. And I don't care what anyone says. Uh, that Tampa Bay, who against Green Bay looked like a Super Bowl contender, right. Against a good team and Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, they look they totally dominate them. Their defense looks great, and they decide that's in a cancer to the locker room that we just aren't we aren't happy with dominating one of the other best teams in the NFC. So, right. you know what I say? Good for them. I love it.
0: Well, what we I get- hope
1: he I hope they get down there and they're in a playoff game and they're going for the winning drive and they're in field goal range and AB takes a swing at one of the defensive backs, gets a 15-yard penalty, knocks them out of field goal range, and they lose. That's what I hope happens.
0: <laughs> well, uh, so this week it's the battle of the unbeatens between the Steelers and the Titans. Um, they kept that at a 1 o'clock game. That game didn't get flexed out. So uh, we, we get to enjoy another uh, 1 p.m. kickoff uh, here in, uh, here in Pittsburgh. That's one of the big games uh you know going after after uh going into this game after the 38 to 7 blowout at home against the Browns last week. That was all good for the Steelers, but the bad thing was losing Devin Bush for the year uh inside. Yeah, what a linebacker. weird play too. Yeah, it was just but you know what? I mean, high percentage of weird plays. You see those ACLs tear.
1: Yeah, just, big men moving real fast trying
0: to stop. Right. Exactly, so um, he's out I never have to
1: worry about blowing out an ACL by (laughs) stopping.
0: Stopping quickly.
1: My running at full speed uh, takes me like a half a step to come to a complete stop.
0: Well, Robert Spillane is going to be uh, filling that void today, and and if you watch the film. Yeah, Robert Spillane, another uh, another, uh, Mac draft pick for the Steelers, but if you watch the game, because he had to play the whole second, pretty much the whole second half, for the Steelers, did not play poorly. Like he didn't. Uh, it it wasn't. You know, he didn't. He didn't stand out in a negative way. Like he played. No, the position, he didn't. He but tried. They need he just to do did. something
1: at the waiver. Well, trade deadline. They we'll, need a trade deadline move. They we'll need see what linebacker. they do. Call the Jets. Who they just got rid of one of their best. But call the teams that are sucking ass. Call Dallas. See if they want to get rid of someone for a couple draft picks. Whatever. But. Yeah. Um, he is not your. He's not your answer going forward. I think he is okay in like a platoon situation, mm-hmm. but you know, you know, NFL defensive coordinators are going to find a way to isolate him on some running backs out of the backfield. They're going to try to isolate him on some tight ends, and we'll see.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, today's going to be today's going to be a good test. Uh, we'll see how well he plays. Uh, the Steelers' defense was just all over cleveland and i you know what do you do what, what, how do you how do you look at that was cleveland's offense that bad was the steelers defense that good or was it a combination of the two um you know baker made baker
1: fun. looked like baker
0: yeah but he was also playing with bruised ribs
1: yeah i you know, know and that's know. coach's fault
0: yeah then you then you don't start him. you know if you play him if
1: you
0: can't perform right exactly just don't don't play him if he if he's not gonna if he's not gonna be at hundred percent, don't play him. So
1: well, and Baker turns into Chuck and Duck when you get pressure on. Yeah, yeah.
0: The Steelers just Steelers defense just all over him last week. Minka Fitzpatrick, <clears throat> excuse me with a with a pick six. Um, you know oh, where man. was where is Minka? He sucks. He's horrible. He hasn't made any plays yet. Well, there you go.
1: Well, for one thing they're not throwing they're not his throwing his field.
0: way, people. God, relax. Typical Yinzers. Jeez.
1: Um, so let's start with that game in the NFL. All right. One thing concerns me, and one of the reasons I think I like Pittsburgh. Do you know what the spread is in that one by chance? Yeah, I'm gonna pull that up, but go ahead. I'm guessing it's like two, maybe one and a half, two. It kept
0: on moving.
1: People were it putting did. a lot of
0: money on Pittsburgh, I think.
1: Um Tennessee played on a Tuesday night two games ago because of COVID. Then they came back and played on that Sunday
0: mm-hmm.
1: last week. And I thought they would actually get beat against Houston just because they played Tuesday or <laughs> Tuesday before. And now they're going to come back and play another one o'clock game. Right. Uh, and it's in Pittsburgh. No, it's in, it's in Tennessee. Oh, it's in Tennessee. Okay. Yeah. So they don't have to travel, right. but that's three games in less than 20 days. So, um,
0: yeah, the Titans. Guess, the Titans are now giving a point and a half.
1: Yeah, so that it moved again. Then the moved, line moved. It again. did
0: move. Yep, it did move. So
1: here's the deal: no one's really run the ball on Pittsburgh yet. Mm-hmm. Tennessee has to run the ball with uh, with their beast of a running back, right. Mister Alabama, and he's good. Um, don't get me wrong, but I think. Tennessee, if you make Tannehill throw thirty to thirty-five times in the game, Pittsburgh wins. Yeah, because yeah. his his bread and butter is that fake handoff, pay, uh, play action pass, rolling around, hitting the tight end, coming across on a drag. Uh, then when you start covering that, he will throw it deep. He's I like Tannehill. I liked him, and I actually liked him in Miami. Mm-hmm. He, he had nothing around him. Mm-hmm. He still played really well at times, but right. Uh, Tennessee has a good defense too I get it right. uh, Pittsburgh but if Pittsburgh can stay balanced and they don't if they don't I don't know how well they're going to run the ball against Tennessee either but if they don't abandon it and Ben only has to throw 25 times right I think Pittsburgh wins by I think they're up by a single digit single a single possession maybe five or six points and at the end they ice it I think Pittsburgh wins by at least eight I would take the Steelers
0: Right, right. Well, here's um here's Tennessee's uh I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm pulling up their uh their overall stats. All right. So so far for team statistics, um as a as a team, for their so their their total rushing yards is they have seven hundred and eighty nine rushing yards. Um, their average, uh, their average per rush is 4.8 yards, That's but, pretty damn but their opponents are 5.1. Okay. So, so you, can,
1: you, can, you can, run, you can, you can run, you can run on them.
0: You can run on them. Yep. Um, and that was, that was the one thing that I was, uh, I was hearing about with their, with their team statistics was. You can, you can run, on, you can run on, the, on, the, uh, on their defense. So I think that Connor is going to be key to this game for the Steelers. And, and that kind of, that still talking about what you, you were saying, you know, if Ben only has to throw the ball 22 to 25 times, if the Steelers can run the football, control the clock, and, you know, three points, run the football, control the clock, and stop Derrick Henry, Steelers win the game period those Yeah, i mean that's
1: a lot of stuff to do but you know what if you're tennessee's game plan right i think you got to you cover obviously i think you got to cover claypool Mm -hmm. because that seems to be ben one of ben's favorite targets now and then you got to make somebody like juju um maybe a tight end that pittsburgh hasn't had much production out of lately
0: right Right.
1: Someone like that beat you. You can't let you can't let Claypool be the guy. Right. You've seen now two weeks in a row that Ben likes him, and you it's tough to cover one on one with linebackers.
0: Right, right.
1: So I think they're going to do that, and I think you might see a big, big game out of Schuster. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Is uh, is Deontay Johnson out? He's then? out.
0: He's out for this game.
1: All right. So that's what I would do. I would make somebody other than that beat me. Right. But I think I would make I think I would make Pittsburgh go on long drives.
0: Overall in the league, the uh their the Titans team defense is seventeenth in yards allowed, seventeenth in passing yardage, twenty fifth in passing touchdowns allowed, seventeenth wow. in rushing yards allowed. So they're not great, okay? they're, no, they're
1: middle of the pack.
0: Yeah, they're kind of middle of the pack, but I think the Steelers can run on them. And remember during the draft when we talked about, I told you how much I loved the Kevin Dodson pick for yeah. the Steelers? I think he was the highest-rated offensive lineman last week on Pro Football Focus overall.
1: Well, that's impressive. Like
0: yeah, really impressive and he has been really impressive coming in. So, and the kid came in with kind of a chip on his shoulder. He wasn't invited to the combine cuz he came from a smaller school. Um and look, Steelers might have pulled off another uh another steal, Steel. another draft well, steal.
1: Well, I got to tell you, Villanueva is playing much better than he did last year.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and the right tackle um What is Filer? Fute? Oh, uh, 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 uh,
0: Chooks, yeah,
1: yeah, Chooks, yeah. Um, those guys are both playing well. Pittsburgh's offensive line is playing ten times better than they did last year. Now I don't know if it's because Ben and they gets, but you can't say Ben gets the ball out quickly to help right. him out because he doesn't. Right. But um, I think a lot of the improved offensive line plays because Ben can call a play at the line of scrimmage that he's been seeing. You know, he's, got to be, he's had to see in every defense you can possibly see in the NFL by now. Right. So I think he sees that, and I think he calls some offensive line shifts, shift left, shift right, right. Um, all that kind of stuff that I think helps the protection plan. Right. And James Conner, you can say what you want about him, because I thought he got a bad rap when he got hurt. I loved him coming out. I think he's good. Right. But he does – he will pick up a blitz. Benny Snell will step up in pass protection and try to pick up a blitz. Right, but I I think uh, you never know when you're on the road in the NFL. It's it's never easy. Um, right, and I would never bet this game one way or the other. But I really think Pittsburgh's going to pull away late, just because they go balanced offense and they they're going to shut down Tennessee's run. I well, you can't you should... shut out Derrick Henry for the whole game. He might have two or three big runs. Right. But if they don't let him score, if they just tackle him before he gets to the end zone, maybe force a couple field goals, I think they're going to be fine.
0: Well, you basically have, you know, ba- what you got going into this game is you have, the Steelers have the number one overall defense against Tennessee, which is about, their defense is about 17th. But Tennessee's offense is ranked, you know, higher than, uh, um, higher than the Steelers offense.
1: Okay. But it's also one dimensional. Yeah, you're right. You don't win. You don't win football games against good defenses being one dimensional. Right. You don't do it. So
0: you want to, uh, let's start going through some of these games. We'll go through a game at a time and, uh, and give you our thoughts and what our individual picks will be. Individual picks will be for these games. So first, uh, Cleveland Browns coming off that uh, beating by the Steelers travel to Cincinnati. Uh, the Bengals are getting three points in this game.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know. I, again, the Browns aren't as bad as they looked last week. I think Pittsburgh did that. Uh, their defense, Cincinnati defense is not the Pittsburgh defense, obviously. Cleveland was embarrassed. They're going to have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder, but let's get back to what Cleveland does. Cleveland runs the ball Mm -hmm. and they have a good rushing attack when they're playing anybody, but Pittsburgh. And because it's the NFL and it's week to week and people think that what they do one week means something the next week. And it absolutely does not. Yeah. I think you're going to see Cleveland run the ball 40 times. They're going to have a ton of rushing yards and they're going to win this game. I, liked, I like Cincinnati, but I don't want anybody on that roster in charge of trying to b- block Miles Garrett. Yeah. So the Browns will come back, and I think they win this game. I mean, you talk about a short trip. Yeah, it's on the road, but it's Cleveland to Cincinnati, for God's sakes. Right. So um, I fully expect that might be one of the games. I, I don't like betting in my – When we start talking about our locks of the week and our three best bets, I don't like doing division games because you can kind of throw the records out the window usually. Right. Um, And we can eliminate the NFC East as anything as you want somebody to to cover in the NFC East. But I think uh, Cleveland wins this game pretty easily.
0: Okay. So you're taking the Browns and giving the points. I'm actually going to take the Bengals in this game. I I actually like what Joe Burrow has done. I think Joe Burrow is going to be a pretty decent quarterback. And I think that we saw a glimpse of what the Bengals could be early in that Indianapolis game. Yeah. And but they, what happened? They, yeah. But they gave, again, you saw a glimpse early, but yeah. <clears throat> uh, I, I, I think that they're going to learn from that. They're a young team. Um, you know, AJ green hasn't imploded, you know, he, he's, he's sticking with them because I think he likes, what well, Joe Burrow is as a quarterback I think the Bengals actually um actually win this game outright Oh uh, wow I,
1: <clears> I totally disagree so yeah, that will be so fun we'll to see. watch we'll I don't see. I don't think the Cincinnati is going to have the ball more than about eight possessions uh, so I think Cincinnati, I think Cleveland's going to run the ball down their throats and I think uh, they're going to keep the offense off the field yep and uh I think it's going to be a low like I want not say low scoring but I don't think anybody on Cincinnati's line can can block their pass rush.
0: Okay. I know you're going to love picking this one. Your Cowboys oh. at Washington. It's a pick them. It's even money.
1: Let me just <laughs> forget the teams you just mentioned. I'm just going to throw something out there now. All right, go ahead. Any NFL team left tackle, right tackle and center starting center all out for the year. Yeah. Left guard, right guard, are both out of this game. They have five backup offensive linemen. Your starting quarterback is out for the year. Mm-hmm. So you have five starting linemen and a backup quarterback in the game. Five linemen out of the game. If you said that to a high school team, would you pick them to win?
0: Nope.
1: Except they're playing Except the Washington. They're playing Washington. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think they have a chance of blocking Washington. Could, could this be a
0: 0-0 tie? Could this be no, a 0, I zero time?
1: Them, I think one <laughs> of them actually kicks a field goal like in the beginning of the second quarter, and I and they hang on for a 3 nothing win. <laughs> uh, I will not be – this isn't one of my best bets because it's an NFC East title bout. Um, mm-hmm. However, I don't think any football team, even my favorite team, the Cowboys, can win a game in the NFL with five backup linemen and your backup quarterback. Don't think it can happen. I think – Dallas could offense is good, but they're not going to have any time to throw Washington's bet. The only thing that's good on Washington, they have two things that are good. their front seven and the, and receivers McLaren to come out of Ohio state. That's it. And there's nobody on Dallas going to cut. You've seen Dallas, defense, there's nobody on their team that can cover him. Right. Um, so I, I think Washington wins this game. Okay. And I don't. I don't understand honestly how the NFL spread is one when you have no, all your linemen are out and your quarterback's out. How is the spread only one? I don't care <laughs> if they're playing Pitt; it should be at least two.
0: <laughs> I'm actually going to take the Cowboys in this game.
1: I'm wow. going to take the Cowboys. You're yeah,
0: I'm going to take the Cowboys. Oh, I, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how big of an explain idiot. Explain that I'm. reasoning because I just don't think. I think Washington is a larger level of horrible than the Cowboys are. <laughs> and although you know you know although i i like their coach i i you know i i like the direction the team is trying to go in uh but i i just i think the cowboys have even though they've you know they've got a patchwork offensive line um they've got the the red rider uh you know at andy dalton yeah. quarterbacking right now i just think they have more offensive talent um that and that they'll end up winning this ball game uh we move on now to detroit at atlanta uh, atlanta is giving up two and a half
1: at home at home yeah this i think this is going to be a good game um atlanta offense has been good all year they just given up leads their defense just keeps getting burnt deep when they get up by two or three scores they just keep giving up the deep ball i just want to how these defensive coordinators keep their jobs when you're up by two scores and the game's coming down the line why don't you just go into the damn you know prevent means you don't prevent you from winning maybe Mm. but it takes six minutes off the clock they can't do it twice so i i'm torn on this i am a matt stafford fan i still don't think detroit runs the ball enough uh, even though they don't have world-class running backs but you can't let defensive pin their ears back and go after your quarterback the way Detroit throws the ball on 70 percent of the plays having said that Atlanta does not have much of a pass rush so I think this is going to be back and forth it's going to be a decent game and I am actually going to take Atlanta getting points at home I will not make it one of my top three bets.
0: Okay, I'm going to agree with you on that one. I would take the Falcons as well. Uh next game we stay um we uh we're in the staying in the NFC. We've got Carolina at the Saints and the Saints are giving 7.
1: All right, listen. Here's all you need to know about the Saints. Is Thomas playing? Yes. I don't think he is. He isn't. Let me check.
0: Go ahead. Yeah, Keep.
1: Check it because that's the difference. If they're at home and Thomas is playing, the Saints will win this game. I'm taking the points and I'm taking Carolina. Matt Roll has come into that thing and all he members draft. He drafted all defensive players. They're young, they're decent. Uh the backup running back to McCaffrey since he went on the I. L. Mike Davis is playing well. Uh Teddy Bridgewater is adequate. If not, he, sometimes he has really good games, and sometimes he's average. He never really has a bad game. He's smart enough to throw the ball away. He Actually, I think he throws the ball away a little too much, but in the NFL, that's what they want you to do. Um, there's no way in hell the Saints beat them by seven, if, especially if Thomas isn't playing Thomas, their offenses.
0: Thomas isn't playing. They're hoping he could play next week against the Bears, but yes. um, there's, rumors, there's, rumors, there's, rumors, there's rumors swirling that he's on the block. That he's available for a trade. Uh, oh, wow! Yeah, there's some rumors he just swirling a big out deal there. Too. Yeah, so, um, but so you're taking the uh, you're I'll taking the Carolina. lions. I mean, I'm sorry, you're taking the the Panthers. I agree with you there. Um, I'm just not. I haven't. I've watched the Saints this year, even with Thomas. I'm not that impressed uh, with the offense. Uh, I I just don't. I think Drew Brees is kind of definitely declining um just not as good as he used to be not as accurate no, he, he's you know.
1: still just as smart at analyzing defenses, smart, but, but he just, can't throw the ball no. more than 20 yards anymore
0: right so, And
1: without thomas they're going to take away whoever's hot Manuel Smith, uh, sanders or maybe a tight end whoever the hell he's thrown to a lot he, he's a dink and dunk tight end quick outs right and carolina um i think carolina has a chance to actually beat them
0: Next, uh, the Bills at the Jets. The Jets are getting 10. <laughs>
1: uh, I don't know why. I know Darno's back for the Jets. He's quarterbacking. Yep. Um, so Joe Statue Flacco, who somehow got a big contract and won a Super Bowl. Um, he's on the bench again. Jet, the Jets stink. They just traded another player or two this week. Some of the guys to try to get some draft picks. They do not want to win this game. The real, the only question the people of the Jets have is: Do you move off Darnold and take Trevor Lawrence or Fields from Ohio State right. when they get the number one pick in the draft? Although you know Dallas is in the money. Uh, I I think I think Dallas has a shot of catching them as the worst team in the NFL now, <laughs> but. I can tell you they screwed Dallas screwed up by winning two games already in that shitty division. Right. Um, 10 points. Isn't enough. Buffalo Buffalo's lost at least two straight, maybe three. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah. Two straight.
1: Um, But there's just way too much talent on Buffalo. It's not a travel. They go from Buffalo to New York uh, to the jets and the Meadowlands and Jersey. It's not a big travel. Um, I think Buffalo absolutely ass stomps them today i think that's going to be that's going to be a 38 to 17 or something i i like the i like buffalo okay
0: i i I agree with you i think buffalo is going to run away with this one by at least two touchdowns um we got the packers at houston um houston is getting three and a half all
1: right aaron Aaron Rodgers was flat out embarrassed
0: horrible
1: horrible the tampa bay defense just
0: him Tampa Bay alive. defense
1: is good, yeah. but they just humiliated him. I mean, he right. couldn't. He was he was guessing. He had no idea.
0: Yeah. Now
1: that's that's bringing in Houston's defense. Uh, they're atrocious. Right. Um. Again, I think Green Bay curb stomps them. Backyard brawl. I, I think they just absolutely run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Play action pass, touchdown. I think Green Bay puts up forty this week. Right. And if that's the case in, Houston can play on offense. They can have a couple big plays. Houston's not scoring more than, you know, 20.
0: Right. I agree with you. Yeah. So I
1: think it's a, it's a curb stomp. I like green Bay.
0: Yeah. I take green Bay as well. You got Seattle at Arizona. Uh, the, the Cardinals are getting three. I honestly, you know, Arizona coming off that win, you know, that, that stomping of the Cowboys in Dallas Although I got to tell you, I, I think I would, I'm going to take the Seahawks here with this one. Um, you know, I don't want to take too much from, Yeah, you know, I don't want to take too much away from uh, the, the win that Arizona had against Dallas, uh, you know, against a really struggling, injured Cowboys team. And I think Seattle's really clicking. Um, I'm going to take uh, Seattle and um, I will, uh, I'll give away the three points.
1: Is it three or three and a half? It's three. Um, yeah, I think so, too. I think everybody is looking at Arizona because of uh, the way they, they they won a big game last week. And you know how people are in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson's playing on the other side. Seattle defense is not good. Um but I don't think Arizona's defense is great either. The Dallas just made them look good, their front. So if it's all going to come down to protection, and when you're rushing Seattle and Wilson can get out of the pocket, when you do get pressure on him, he mm-hmm. makes big plays. He's playing as well as any quarterback in the league. He's my MVP so far this year. Right. I don't I think it's a close game. Turnovers could help Arizona if they get them, but I'm also taking Seattle.
0: Okay. Jaguars at the Los Angeles chargers Jaguars are getting seven and a half.
1: Wow. That's a game. Nobody's going to care about. Nobody's going to watch. Gardner Minshew versus a rookie. When it comes down to the NFL, you got to think of the quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, again, Jacksonville's young. They play hard. They're not tanking. They're in a lot of games for the first half. The Chargers have a rookie quarterback, and he looked good. Uh, Herbert looks good. Mm-hmm. He still, whatever. I, I wouldn't touch this game for what, for any reason. But I would probably take Jacksonville. Although that's a long travel trip, right?
0: Yeah, that's all the way to the West Coast.
1: Florida to the West Coast. What time's that game? Four. Uh, it's
0: a four o'clock start, I believe.
1: So that's not that bad. But and I know Jacksonville's horrible, but I am not. I'm not convinced that the Chargers are that great. Um, I would probably take the points. I'm going to take Gardner Minshew in the points.
0: Okay, Um, I'm going to take the Chargers. I'll give the seven and a half. I I think this is going to be. I think this is going to be like a ten point game, ten or thirteen point game.
1: Um, Yeah, that's just my thought. Absolutely could be. I'm not. I'm not actually. Happy with that pick. but
0: So uh, we come back to the East Coast. Now we have the opposite West Coast team traveling to the East Coast. 49ers at the Patriots. Patriots are giving two and a half. Okay, Garoppolo so got, comes back to New England.
1: Yeah, he does. And then you got Cam's playing. Um, Cam Newton is, I told you this going in, Cam Newton is calling Kaepernick. The stats are exactly the same with their careers mm-hmm. going into this year um i don't like cam newton he's had one good year he's been banged up he's been injured he's not the guy he was so now you got to figure out can bill belichick figure out a way to stop garoppolo the answer is yes he knows him mm-hmm. he will stop him mm-hmm. however you still got cam newton niners defense is not as good as it was when they lost bosa and their other defensive end are both out for the year with torn acls um, What's the spread again? Two and a half. Two, two and a half. Um, hmm. Great call. I I wouldn't touch this with a ten foot pole if it was actually money, but Garoppolo hasn't exactly looked setting the world on fire even at home. No, but he's still Miami, struggling
0: with that ankle injury, so you don't know how while sure well he's recovering.
1: Sure is. So it, I mean, they got more weapons.
0: Yeah, they absolutely they
1: do. do. It, can, does it say if most start? If most plan for uh, Niners?
0: I'll take a look. Back? I'll take a look. Go ahead
1: uh new england's got a good defense people people forget that even in their couple their two best players set out the season due to covid um they put him
0: on ir they put him on yep
1: yeah okay so with um i'm good i hate i hate picking cam newton to win a game but i think if if new england loses this game they're in trouble. Uh, West Coast team coming across. Uh, I just think he knows, he knows Garoppolo from his time in New England. And I think New England finds a way to win an overtime by a field goal, maybe, uh, maybe squeaks out a win. I don't like this pick. I'm going to take the Patriots at home.
0: I agree with you. I think the, the travel, um, and then, you know, Belichick's familiarity with their starting quarterback, I think they find a way. Um, You know, New England struggled mightily against Denver last week. They could not generate much offense at all. Um, You know, they just couldn't, you know, and their defense gave up nothing but field goals. But, you know, Denver kept on driving the ball on them. So I agree with you. This is a horrible game to try to pick. But I I agree that, that I'm going to take the Patriots as well. Got the Chiefs going to Denver to play the Broncos. The Broncos are getting seven and a half. I'm... I'm gonna take the Chiefs in this one. Um, I, I think that you know the Chiefs had that had that weird loss to Las Vegas at home, and then they went into Buffalo and you know scored on a really tough Buffalo defense, um, and their defense held uh, held down Josh Allen and and Buffalo's offense. So I think the Chiefs go into Denver. This is like a 10 to 13 point win for the Chiefs. Uh, I see them uh, beating out the seven and a half.
1: I think Denver's an up-and-coming team. Um, having said that, they're not Super Bowl champion up-and-coming team. Right. Uh, I'm not betting against Mahomes against Denver. I think it's very close game. Maybe the first half,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then Andy Reid makes some adjustments or Mahomes they make. Oh, the thing about Kansas City is it could be a it could be a close game for four quarters, but they find a way to get two or three big plays in the game, mm-hmm. bombs to Hill, whatever. I'm going to take Kansas City as well.
0: Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Brady Buccaneers, go to Las Vegas to play the Raiders. Four point spread. Raiders are getting four.
1: Okay, this is a very interesting game. Tampa's coming off a, a short week, I believe. Did mm-hmm. they play Sunday night or is it Monday? I forget. Anyway, it wasn't this Monday anyway. But Tampa came off a game where they had they were uh, against Green Bay, so they're all pumped up. Oakland just came off. Beating Kansas City or so, mm-hmm. so they're at home. I think the Raiders are better than people think, but you got so it's Brady versus Carr is what it comes down to, right? Um, in Vegas, right?
0: Yep, it's in Vegas. A four thirty start,
1: and it's a four points spread.
0: Four points. <sighs>
1: everybody knows Tampa Bay is gonna win this game everyone says it does uh Oakland just beat Kansas City and they did it uh, that was a trap game for the Chiefs so this, this is Tampa coming off their big big challenge against Green Bay I am gonna go against wisdom I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Vegas hmm uh I think they probably I'm gonna say they lose by three
0: okay I'm gonna take the Buccaneers I think they keep rolling. I think their defense really showed me something against Green Bay. They were really, really aggressive. And, uh, you know, I I think that Carr is certainly not Aaron Rodgers. Um, If they can play, you know, 75 to 80% of what they did last week, I think the Buccaneers will come away with a win of at least a touchdown. Um, Bears at the Rams. Rams are giving up six.
1: I think the Bears are the worst 5-1 team in football history. I'm not convinced by Nick Foles at all. Uh, Rams are always better at home. I think the, of course, the Rams haven't beaten anybody outside the NFC East. Uh, Six points is a lot, but Chicago, uh, I'm just going to take the Rams just because I hate, I hate Nick Foles and his chuck and duck somehow, some way win by a field goal every week. (laughs) I think his, I think his luck runs out uh, I'm going to take the. I'm just taking the home Rams.
0: I'm taking the bears. They're not going to win, but I think the Rams are going to win by a field goal. I don't think it'll be, it'll be more than six. Cause I'm just not a big believer in the Rams offense. I don't think Jared yeah. Goff is very good. Um, and I think the bears defense is pretty decent. You talk about Foles being Chuck and duck. Well, I think that, you know, Chuck and ducks them to a close loss this week but okay. i think the spread is too big uh so I'll yeah, take not, the Bears no, i will not i that's points. another
1: game i don't care about so so
0: uh let's go back to the steelers titans game uh right now the line is the titans are uh giving one and a half
1: i like pittsburgh for all the reasons we said i okay. think balanced offense they're going to shut down the running game as much as you can against derrick henry make them one-dimensional uh and i just think pittsburgh gets it done i know i know they have a new middle linebacker a new linebacker there that yep uh could play a difference against the running game in tennessee they could they could absolutely dogpile him on every play but um i just think pittsburgh is a better overall balanced team right. uh, i'm going to take the Steelers, especially if i'm getting a point
0: yeah i agree with you i'll take the Steelers in this game and i'll, I'll take the one and a half so do you got three can't misses
1: not really Uh, (laughs) if i had to i would take green bay let's do green bay okay let's do buffalo all right i think they're two curb stomps and the third one god um there's not a lot of other games out there that i really like i don't like that buck raiders i don't like the niners patriots uh i hate putting a uh, here's you know what i'm going to do here's what i'm going to do Give me the Redskins as my third can't miss because I'm a Cowboys fan and I know how bad they are. <laughs> Defensively, it might be the worst defense in NFL history. Yep, Five backup linemen and a backup quarterback, that, does, that should not beat anybody. If the Redskins lose this game, a game that they keep close every year because it's Washington-Dallas and they can't beat <laughs> Dallas today, then they ought to just burn the city down, move the team, fire the <laughs> owner. The owner, the NFL should throw the owner of the Redskins out of the league. Um, Washington is going to beat the Dallas Cowboys today, especially with a one-point spread is nothing. Um, and I'm not happy about saying it. I only like two games this week. It's Buffalo in Green Bay but we do three every week yeah unless you have a game that you I don't, I don't either
0: I don't I'd have to agree with you there's there's really no other games that I'd want to touch although no. i i I'd take i I went opposite you I'd take Dallas but for our uh but I hate that one too so if we had to make that one our third can't miss I, I'll go along with you okay. but um yeah it's 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 <laughs> that's that's a tough one to try to come up with but anyway um Hey, uh, check us out. Please check us out. Uh, You can hear the podcast, as always, on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Send us an email, basementsportspodcast at gmail.com. That's basementsportspodcast at gmail.com. You can also see us on Facebook and Twitter, Twitter, Please check us out. Send us a message. Let us know your thoughts. We're always looking for guests to come on the podcast. We had a couple of good interviews over the past couple of weeks. We had Bill Stull, and we also had Alex Stump from DK Pittsburgh Sports come on. Um, So we've had some uh, really good interviews. We'd like to have more. But we always enjoy doing this uh, Sunday NFL, kind of like the NCAA football wrap-up and NFL looking forward and giving you our picks. so
1: but oh, by the way yeah. just so because we didn't touch on it yeah the dodgers lost a, a, a world series game oh that's right on one of the weirdest plays ever a single up the middle booted by the center fielder who throws it to the catcher the runner is out by 10 feet he tries to stop and go back to third but the catcher boots it boots and the he ends up touching home plate for the win so it's what two two
0: two two yep so two, maybe two. Our next so our
1: that's our update. We do try to do all the sports, the, and as far as hockey goes, we don't care because nothing's happening.
0: The uh, the Tampa Bay Rays slash uh, parts of the Pittsburgh Pirates are in the World Series, and it's uh, it's tied at two. So we can we can yeah. talk about that on another subject on another podcast. But anyway, Deal. as always, everyone, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.
1: Thanks, guys. Bye, bye.